Welcome back to one more and we all go. It's the hosts 2.0 part two. Enjoy. New blood in the Amish family because evidently inbreeding gets to be an issue on these. I, which this Farm. is all. Yeah. I, I forgive me if I'm wrong. I don't know. They're not going to hear it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. They're not going to hear it. That was a good one. They're a good one. But they were trying to get new bloodlines, so they would hire these young studs by you know no pun intended, but you know masculine men, strong builds, good genetics to come in and breed their women. Mm. But by saying that, you're talking like My phone hasn't rang. <laughs> that's hilarious but evidently it was it wasn't like they're coming to breed their wives it was like young daughters yeah that not young daughters but like 17 18 year old women well whatever anyway they're daughters not not yeah. the 50 year old women they were breeding young yeah. women but and this guy called in he said yeah i heard that they were it was like the family in the room and they covered up her face and her legs and all you saw was her junk and then he couldn't look. He had a bag over his face and he just, just get it in her and get out of here. <laughs> but I'm like, can you imagine doing that? That would be so freaking awkward. Yeah, that was uh, that's second anniversary stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I think it was the mom or dad or somebody he said was in there watching, but they had a story. Either some guy had done it or they were reading a story about it. I don't remember, but that's it brought up that it was... Uh, just very awkward the whole situation yeah not to mention the inbreeding which i don't know if that's true or not maybe i can see well, why it would be every now and again, i mean that's your cousin because two generations ago that was your dad's uncle right you know what i mean it's right no, i'm not trying to say that i'm not I'm, uh, <clears throat> i am not condoning or i mean it's your dad's sister and then that's your cousin and yeah. then because they're small but they i think they also ship family around from for, uh, for that reason? Well, no, from like, because there's not just one Amish farm. Right. Uh, I grew up, or I didn't grow up. I, I lived in Pennsylvania for that seventh grade year. Right. And there's tons of Amish communities. I would have thought uh, you got the call. I thought we got drafted on that. No. Yeah. I was a little young back then. They didn't want. Did you show them what you were packing? They were impressed. But they're yeah. like, you know, give it a couple years. Yeah. Work them yeah, we're not trying to hurt anybody bit. here. Yeah. yeah. I forgot you lived up there. That yeah. was. That's Am. Um, we're looking for Amish. <laughs> 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 might be the dumbest thing i've ever said Nah, it was a good one maybe we should have a uh a jar for like bad jokes you have to put a dollar in or something oh, we'd be rich we'll upgrade this place no time <laughs> now anyway that's that's my inbreeding amish yeah. questions uh, of the day they're called it's called rumspringer when they uh they let their youth go spend time off of the uh the farm i've heard of it but i don't yeah, know any I don't details know, i don't know the actual details but yeah they, they get, made a tv show about it yeah one of the cold case files no no it's murdered i think it know? was breaking Amish or something like that but it, it oh, was yeah. it was but it was about kids learning about technology and getting out and you know some yeah. couldn't wait to get back were scared some of them were like i'm never going back doing a bunch of blow right like, oh, i better go plow horses you're going to jail if you're out there plowing horses mm. shiloh's dad tells a story about there's plowing horses uh, yeah plowing horses no he was telling a story and i'd love to get him on the podcast sometime um, maybe he can tell it a little bit better, but he once sold a piece of machinery to an Amish, um, community in Mexico. So on the, in their community, they spoke German, but they had to speak Spanish because they lived in Mexico. So they had to have a translator for English to Spanish so they could load the, the equipment up. 
Because they weren't full Amish, they were Mennonites or something. So was it the traditional Amish dress like you see in the States? Oh, yeah. Just all black and beards, and, but they were living in Mexico, huh? Yeah. It was something to do with the draft in the 60s. They were going to get I just can't drafted. help but think of how miserable hot that would be. So uh, you and Shiloh yes. um, like to go camping and do some things mm-hmm. outside the house, do a lot of activities, with a lot of biking, things like that with the family. Who's more adventurous if there's an aggressive bike hill or, uh, say, paragliding with a kid, something like that? I think it probably would be me. Okay. Um, but I think she's down. She's down to clown. She's she's pretty go go with the flow at times. But um, well, if it's if it's like dangerous, like para, parasailing or something, I don't yep. think I don't think she would do that. Right. Um, I would, but then again, I don't think the girls would either. So I mean, you're a bike enthusiast, but say you got the girls out biking, do you find yourself, hey, you need to slow down, or you're gonna bust your knee or something like that, or do you feel like they're good enough at riding their bike? Well, they're older now, but yeah, no, I think when they were five years old or three years old, whatever it may have been. My problem's not them riding their bikes in an unsafe way. It's for me, it's them riding their bikes overly confident, if that makes sense. I don't want them to be think they're so good that they don't need to pay attention to what the hell's going on so i get worried about say either tra- cross traffic or going on a hill too fast and then brooklyn's older now it's not a, as big a deal but when she was five and six years old and we're at campsites it had a, well for one we're from the country yeah and she'd never ridden on a concrete it's like Bunkin. i can go so fast and so she just kept pedaling I'm like slow down you're going like 15 miles an hour and your little legs are this long frankie we've worked with frankie on riding her bike for a long time but she has probably my attention span so she really just didn't pay attention to what was going on. She'd want to look around while she was yeah, I got it. trying I got to ride. It. So finally, it, it clicked with her when we were camping at uh, Prairie Rose. So we we got to Prairie Rose, and I think we got the actual like last walk-up spot you could. And it was this little cul-de-sac. It was perfect. They had a bunch of little families yep. around. It was great. All these little kids are tearing ass around the cul-de-sac on their bicycles, and Frankie was raring to go. So it finally clicked with her on like a second lap around that she didn't need anybody near her. She learned how to balance and she was just taking off and she was going around in circles like gangbusters and then she got overly confident paying attention ran just t-boned this company uh, this this couple's vehicle i mean just absolutely crushed it like i thought she broke her bike and her her skull yep she hit it hard she all right she was fine and the car was okay didn't scratch or anything but where i was so pissed i was like not well Pissed after I found out she was okay. Yep. First it was she's going back scared, and then it was oh, okay. She's fine now. I'm mad at her. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then the there was an old couple. Like we taught six kids to ride bicycles. You're fine. If I remember right, is that the campground that loops around so the ranger or like the dump station stuffs back up on top of the hill and you loop back around to get to them? I think of a different one. I think you're, you're thinking of Lake Anita. Yes. Okay. So at Lake Anita, but one of the kids was small enough they're riding in the wagon behind me. But behind the wagon, I had the cooler on wheels Yep. because I was seeing a few of my other friends' campsites. And then it got to be on Saturday night, they would do their uh, movie up at the ranger station. Mm-hmm. And so they'd put a big projector up, sell popcorn and stuff, the concession stand, and everybody would watch movies. So they'd put on like space balls or Back to the Future or something like that. And so we get a truckload of all the kids camping. There's six or eight kids in back of my buddy John's pickup. And then uh, I'm behind them pulling the cooler with Marshall in the wagon. And we get pulled over by like a 16-year-old park ranger. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he pulls up next to me, and I've got a beer in my cup holder between my legs. And he's yeah. like, oh, where are you guys saying? Well, we're going up. Well, you can't be drinking and riding bikes. You get hurt. I'm like, okay. And then John's ahead of me, and he just keeps going because he'd been drinking, and he's got six kids in the back of his pickup. <laughs> and there's this 16-year-old park ranger with his girlfriend with him. Like, 
uh, mister, you can't be drinking here. I'm like, God damn it. So anyway, we, we got out of that one. I just got a warning to dump my beard out and yeah. go back after it. But I thought I was, thought I was going to the who's That's pretty funny. Cause I think uh, there's a family that lives, the park ranger family lives there. So I think you're right. He's like, you need to, um, so I wonder if that's not his like son just put his dad shirt on and was driving the right. the DNR. He's not trying to score some beer for the yeah. weekend. I'm going to have to confiscate that. <laughs> all right. So then I got to go yeah. tell Jess I lost all our beer. Yeah. You have any chewing tobacco? <laughs> and some condoms. <laughs> I don't need to confiscate your condoms. <laughs> I roll it to me or, or away from me. I, I couldn't believe. When did they start putting serial numbers on them? Somebody's telling me about that. I guess you had to unroll it farther. I, oh, I yeah. never I never went that far. Yeah. There's actually, if you get it far enough down, there's a comic. <laughs> like a Dilbert. Yeah, it's like a, the old bazooka gum. <laughs> one eye guy. He's the top. He's at the top. <laughs> oh, when you make him angry, he'll spit at you. <laughs> oh, this one's about an octopus. It squirts ink. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with the camping one, but um, so last weekend, two weeks ago, I went riding with my brother and my oldest son down to Missouri. And my brother's a big off-road enthusiast. We like to ride side-by-sides, and I've been riding them for long as I've been driving stuff, been doing off-road. Uh, what do you do? You like off-road adventures? I do. I do not have a UTV, but some of the most fun I've ever had was on the back of a rig with you. Or well, last time I was in a side by side that was screwing around was at the quarry, and that was you and we popped a tire. Yeah, or uh, blew a bead or something. Yeah. yeah. But we have some fun. And I was giggling like a fucking asshole. But you can see how they're a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I was getting at. And so we go down there, and my brother's been riding quite a while, and he's a good rider. And Caden likes riding. He's he, he's a good rider. He's 16 years old, but he's been driving them since he was five years old. He's been riding four-wheelers, and so he's he's a good handler, too. Um, I consider myself a decent rider, and I was in way the hell over my head down here. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, we were talking about bringing a whole big group down, and I'm like, I'm glad some of these guys aren't here because they would have got hurt. I would have got hurt. Yeah, Trevor. Uh, right, right. They would have been here. <laughs> they would have pushed the limits too much, or maybe some guys would have tore their shit up. Um, but I, I was sitting on the bottom of trails because my brother, he, he was willing to push it harder than I was. I was in a couple of trouble with mine. So like, the front end was popping the four-wheel drive. If I pushed it hard, yeah. I'd hear the front end rattle. And it's like, ah, if, if I push it hard, it's just going to blow apart that front differential. How the hell can you hear that? Well, it, it's got a slip clutch in it, and so when it starts getting weak, you can hear that slip clutch grinding on these oh. side-by-sides on this particular model. So I could hear that, and so I was kind of laying out of a little bit. I heard that pop a few times. And my brother's just getting after it, and he's climbing all these hills, and he's like, oh, I'm going to hit this. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It looks pretty steep. Oh, I'm just going to wait down here. And Ken's like, yeah, Dad, we're not doing that. And so I'm like, all right, so I'm waiting at the bottom. And I'm waiting at the bottom, and this, like, 16-year-old kid in this machine half the size of mine goes by me, and he flies right up and, like, the motherfucker. And so I'm... Did you hit it? No, I didn't fucking hit it. I was like, I'm going around a different way. And him and his mom, his little sister came by on her tricycle, and she's like, me, me, and she gave me a little bell on the way by, and she went up it. And... Where's the bunny slope? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, there was, there was rocks that had four- and five-foot ledges. You've got to try to navigate these up a 300-yard slope. And if you don't make them, you're rolling backwards the whole way down the hill. So let me ask. So when you're, I was picturing like you see those guys that are just climbing like just like hills straight up. There was some of that, yes. So are you talking like it was like a like you're going up Pikes Peak? There was just a, a little trail that wrapped around to get out. So up? there was uh, 1,800 acres or something, and there's classes one through six. Okay. So class ones, your dirt roads, gravel roads that might have some puddles and stuff in it. 
Twos, you're going to have some winds and curves. Threes, you're getting some holes, 10, 12-inch slopes, stuff, I mean, drops. But you might be going down slopes for 300 yards, quarter mile down these hills. But then you get to the fours, and you're getting some two, three-foot drop-offs, stuff like that. And you get to the fives, you're getting four, five-foot drop-offs. You get to the sixes, you're at eight and ten-foot drop-offs. And I didn't even want to look at those, and Cody didn't want to do any of those either. But, I mean, you have to, you hit them, and you bounce to the next one. And hope you make it. If you don't make it, you're rolling backwards down the hill on rock the whole way down. So it's get it or shit it. Right. Damn. And I, I was not willing to commit. Uh, I mean, Cody did a good job. He had a little bit better machine than I did, but he was definitely willing to push it harder than I was. And I was I was fucking scared. You didn't hop in with him? Nope. Nope. I was like, I don't want any part of it. Because there was times I, I, I mean, there was one hole he got into, and it took us an hour and a half to winch him out of it. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to get out of it, and his front end started coming up. And he it wasn't a big one he was going to roll down, but it would have rolled a couple times. But these machines are so fragile and plastic on them. You'd yeah. pull them, you'd roll them that much because you bend your A-arms and your wheels and roofs, and it's a mess. They're designed that way. Uh, no, it fucks them up. <laughs> I, I rolled mine last a year ago, about a year ago today, outside of town here, and it I didn't have my seatbelt on, hit my head on the roof, and I I thought I was the end. I'm like, I'm going, I'm, I love you, Jess. <laughs> but I hit my head on the roof, and I only, I mean, it was like a, 10, 15 foot slope and I rolled down it. And I, yeah. But these, I'm not kidding. You'd roll for a couple hundred yards down rock slopes the whole way. So did you learn anything about seat belts and helmets? Yeah. you were you. It, if you're pulling ahead, you fucking put it on uh, down there. It's nothing to fuck with. Yep. There's the new title for your helmet, kids. Oh, I thought you said it's nothing to fuck with. Nothing to fuck with? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I like that. But uh, I, yeah, I was, when I went down, I was like, oh, I'm a decent rider. Fuck that. These guys are doing shit I don't, I don't want to look at. Yeah. You're probably the most capable driver that I know. Nah, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I don't know a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for you to say you're not going to do that, I yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I mean, I watched guys do stuff, and, and Cody's one of them. He was doing shit I didn't want to look at. I, part of it was the machine, but he was willing to push a little harder, and I was like, eh, fuck, I'm not doing it. Yeah. You're not an adrenaline junkie. You've got... Well, that's what I thought. And that's like, God, did I just grow up? Like <laughs> last weekend, did I just grow up last weekend that I'm going to sit here because I don't want to do bodily harm or equipment damage? Yeah. Somebody go give me a 12 pack. I need to get out of this, <laughs> get out of this funk I'm in. But yeah, and even Caden, he sat in the room. He's like, yeah, I didn't like that, Dad. He, he went back to the, well, like the room, the cabin we had. I mean, you're talking two and three foot rocks. You're just bouncing over for a mile at a time. And yeah. Dunk, dunk, dunk. And, and, that's beat you up. I'll beat the shit out. I had chafing. My shoulders were sore. My nipples were chafing from my straps. Oof. You know, well, how do you cure sore like, like nipples? Was it like a BDSM UTV thing? Well, no. The, the straps. You got the four-point harnesses. Yeah. So you got these big four-inch straps over your shoulders. And you got that weight. If you don't have a lot of padding on, your your nipples are chafing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I just wanted to say BDSM so UTV. Yeah, I, I had to call Jeff. Hey, what do you, when your nipples are chafing, you're nursing, <laughs> what do you use? And she's like, what are you talking about? Bag balm. Well, just hypothetically. Yeah. Lotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, quit. You have people squeeze on your nipples. Yeah. That's why we need the video up for that little <laughs> thing I did. It's like uh, a Will Ferrell deal. And then, uh, so are you going to go back and do that next year? I would go back again because um, most of the machines you'd see were heavily modified or maybe just, let's say, a pipe roll cage. So if they roll over, they can pretty well bounce off stuff and just get back up at the bottom. Uh, they're they're made for it. I I did not have machines that were made for it. Yeah, uh, you need a different machine or more setup, uh, more a lot of ground clearance. I would go back. I would just probably, but it, you're not going to take your Ranger. 
No, I I would you'd have to. It's all this is my best sugar I got. The only one I got, but uh, just got to upgrade a little bit and get some more parts on it. But yeah, it's the only money, right? Well, yeah. Doesn't uh, uh, doesn't Marshall have one of them Polaris Aces where it's just a one seater? Uh, it's a, the little kids two seater. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Doesn't say get gets hopping that thing. It goes. Well, so that's that's the theory, but you need like. 20, 30 inches of ground clearance. I mean, the guys that are doing this stuff got like 48-inch tires and shit. Oh, jeez. I mean, 42 to 48-inch tires, just giant machines and, you know, big old 500-horse engines in them and stuff. I mean, they're not big horse engines, I don't know, yeah. but they're loud. Huh. Freaking loud. But, yeah, look look up rock bouncing. Uh, oh, I've seen the, the rock bouncing. Videos. Yeah, it's nuts. Those guys got some balls the size of this room. Yeah. What dipshit came up with that? Uh, I'm guessing he was drinking. Yeah. Or she could have been a she. Don't want to be sexist. No, nope, it been was a she. that's a man thing because a woman's too smart to try. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She might have went down at first. And he's like looking for his wife and like, well, yeah. I got got down here to find her. Now we got to get back out. Yep. Yeah, that might have been it. That's probably what it was. Hop in the fucking rig, Carol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we got to get out of here somehow. Goulash <laughs> is in the oven. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> you hate goulash? Well, this might be the first thing we've ever disagreed on. It's just tomatoes and noodles, right? No cheese. You can put cheese in it. No, like, if it's like, cheese, it's lasagna. It's, no, because it's different noodles. Every Italian dish is the exact same. It's just whether or not you have the right noodles in it. What's spaghetti? Pasta. I mean, just meat and angel hair or spaghetti pasta. And meat and cheese. And cheese and corn, tomato. Corn in mine. Yeah. But I'm a farmer. Ooh, that's a good, yeah. That's job security. Yeah, you just walk outside. Yeah. Grab an ear, pluck it off. Uh, but the, yeah, so spaghetti is just meat sauce and... Right. And meat and tomatoes. Lasagna is just meat and tomatoes. And I mean, it's all the same. It's just different noodles. This might this is controversial. Well, I... And this is a guy who fakes being Italian on the radio. I don't know if goulash is... I don't, maybe it always just come on. Maybe I haven't had it done right. It's, it's just a, uh, elbow macaroni. With meat? With meat and tomato sauce. You can put stewed tomatoes in it if you want. You can... Uh, mm. You can put peas in it, I think. Because I've had it big, with I've had it with bacon. So Jess doesn't like meat and noodles together, because like, she said I ate hamburger helper all the time growing up. Kind of burnt me out. So I'll try making some of that. Uh, and I've I've started just doing. Uh, I bought a can of the Aju gravy sprinkle in from yeah. Rubax, and I'll, I'll just put that with the turkey. Doesn't matter, ground turkey, ham, pork, whatever it is. Some pasta, and it all comes out tasting the same, just salty, yeah. but it's yeah. freaking good. Huh. Look at that. And we tackle the hard-hitting issues here. The cooking portion of the program. <laughs> Which could be a teaser for this summer. I don't yeah. really want to talk about that. I think, yeah, well, so since the last time we've done this show, um, I think Michael uh, Hutsey had started his new podcast, uh, Crackin' Natties. He restarted yep. that. Uh, he and I started a YouTube channel where we do play-by-play for different weird activities. We've done- uh, Which is called? Uh, work Less, Play Lesser. Okay. Um so that's on, we've got a Twitter account and a YouTube channel for that. So go check that out. Um, our next event, I I keep thinking we need to go do a cornhole tournament. Um, so I've got, I've got a beat on that, but I haven't lined anything up. When's the pizza? Aren't you? So yeah, that's April 1st. Okay. Um, so I just talked to the owner of the establishment. We're actually going to get him on an episode uh, coming up here in the near future. What about doing it down there? We, oh, we could do it down there. Like a live yeah. studio audience. Like a live, yeah, that would be, that'd be kind of fun. We couldn't do it on a Friday or Saturday night, though. Probably would be pretty loud. 
Yeah, I, th- I think that'd be good content. But yeah, that'd be yeah. fun to watch that play with plan. I'm looking forward to the so, whole event because what all those events are going on that so night? So it's a, it's called the uh, Case Race. Okay. So you have to eat a uh, whole pizza, whole large pizza, drink a case of beer, and put together a 300-piece puzzle. At our local bar yes. with a team of four. With a team of four. Okay. So when I talked to Aaron today, he said that they have five teams uh, signed up. And they, they they're looking for more. So if you're if you're listening to this, uh, get after it. I believe me and your wife and my wife and Jake's wife are on one, right? Yep. So uh, how so, did it end up me and all the good looking ladies? Um, I think it was promised that you could eat a whole pizza by yourself. If I if I do, I'm going home right after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and poop and fall asleep. Because yeah, it's it's after it's in the afternoon. Oh, man, that'll uh, be my whole night. So. I don't think you're going to have to eat a whole pizza. I think uh, I think you and Diggity and uh, are going to be kind of in charge of most of the beer and most of the pizza. Uh, have you met my wife? Well, she's going to pound some beers. Uh, the beers. My wife will drink some beers. Yeah. Uh, Donnell. Well, yeah. She's she's going to hammer some beers as well. But then it comes down to the puzzle. Now, I got a line on what the... Because they got the idea from another uh, bar, uh, a friend of their owns, um, and they said that the the big one on that was uh, forty five minutes is what won that. Are the are they all the same puzzle? I don't think so. I think they're all different puzzles. Well, that's a game changer because mine might just be like a fucking desert with just all sand. There's there's no corners. There's no dark hair to go <laughs> off of. You know, I, so you think it's just going to be. But you've seen those puzzles, it's just like yeah. a, a, like, here's space, and there's nothing unique about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all the same. stars. <laughs> right. Like, I think this is Labia Majora. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes over here. Right. Um, but, yeah. No, I think it'll be a, like a farm scene, or maybe it's like a beer bottle okay. one or something cool. Because that would be pretty, we should get one of those, just, you know, if we know somebody else in there, just give them, oh, here's, here's space, or here's Antarctica. <laughs> here's, and, yeah. Yeah. The here's white. a penguin. That one, I, that one. Because there's people who put puzzles up, um, put puzzles together upside down. Really? So, who yeah. are these people? I don't know. Old people who have time to do puzzles. Hold upside on. Where down. did you hear that? I've seen it. I've been like to people's people you houses. Know? Yeah, I think my aunt and uncle do that. They put them up together. They put them together upside down, and then they can was it? Know, mod podge them together oh, on glue them up, and then flip it over, and they can hang it on the wall if they want. So yeah, that's what we're looking forward to. But I think uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah but the, I do. Thanks gotta, for Aaron Janelle for putting that on. Yeah. Um, but as far as the the podcast that we've done uh, so far, because this was your brainchild, are you are you happy with what we've done? Yeah, I think so. And uh, we've is had that a, what you thought it was. Yes, and I've had a lot of fun doing it. And you know, like we talked about the last time you and I just did one together, uh, I just wanted to get the word out or talk to, hopefully get uh, reach people in big cities about small town living and some of the stuff we're doing as blue collar workers, and you know, we're the people putting on your radio ads where the people building your bridges where the people selling your cars where the people growing your food yeah uh and it's not just carson iowa it's every small town usa and in the big cities you know there's blue collar workers in every city but uh it's just i've always enjoyed that talking to city folk about country living yeah and uh i think the podcast is doing fairly well at the time that we are recording this we have had uh, 235 listens in the last seven days. So can you tell still the listeners versus the downloads? Um, no. 
See, I think I think we're getting so, way more listeners. I think we're getting downloads. way more listeners too. Uh, so, two hundred thirty-five downloads uh, in the last seven days, and I think that's uh, a lot to do with at the time of the recording. We just released the first uh, author with Eagle Feather, mm-hmm. and that's gotten pretty good feedback. That guy is amazing. If you get a chance, check it out. Uh, so, part two drops uh, this week. In the last thirty days, we've had eight hundred eighteen downloads. And over the whole time, fifty one hundred uh, and one. Hmm. So we're getting some listeners, but as far as location, which is I think what everybody really wants uh, here, Brad. United States, Belgium has reclaimed the second spot. For a while, it was India. Um, so now it's U.S., Belgium, Singapore, India, Jamaica, Chile, and the Dominican Republic. Angry dog fuckers. Angry dog fuckers worldwide. In Belgium. Yeah. In Singapore, it means, I don't even know how to say, but um, but if you tell, because I, I wanted to look this up, because you said that you were concerned about big cities stuff. Yeah. The number one city that we're listening to is in Omaha, but I think that's just uh, the towers that people are listening to on their way to work. So it goes Omaha, Carson, Oakland, Emerson, Council Bluffs, Wahoo, Nebraska, Macedonia, Des Moines, Sloan, Iowa, Waukee, Fontenelle. I don't know where Gold Canyon is. That's where mom and dad live. Oh, really? Thanks, mom. Hey, thanks, Deb. Uh, she's, she's only listened to eight, though. She's telling all their old buddies, but it's got to be before four o'clock. That's when they're in bed. <laughs> yeah. Before bed. Yeah. And after the pickleball tournament. Right. Before nickel pickleball. Yeah. Before they're in bed for the tickleball. Be. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, Mark. <laughs> uh, so about this patio, your project, yeah. you talked about doing. So as soon as it thaws out, going to get out there, stir some dust. What else you got to do on the patio? So um, the the goal is to put a pavilion over an outdoor kitchen patio. That's the end goal. Oh. So I, I'll have my, my griddle built in. I've got a, I don't know, 30-inch, 36-inch flat top griddle. I'm going to build that in. I'm going to build a smoker in and then a grill in as well. I have kind of a U-shaped kitchen yep. with TVs behind. But I also want to put in little areas for mic stands and, and camera stands so we can record episodes of the show out uh, out there. Um, maybe do a couple segments where we, you know, grill up a, you know, smoke a brisket or a, a turkey or something and, Re- and chat while we're cooking. Remember the pool scenes on Boogie Nights? That's probably I've never be- seen that movie. With Mark Wahlberg yeah. and the guy off uh, Talladega Nights? Yep, never seen it. It'll probably be just like that. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. Yeah. yeah, It's a good watch. Yeah. It's a good watch. But I, I'm not going to lie, Frank. I'm getting down to the near end of my notes. Okay. What Do you have anything you'd like to join? So, um, But no, the patio. So, so yeah. Oh, so God, I think sorry. we'll... Uh, uh, so we're right now we're in Skinny Calf Studios. Um, I wanted to call that uh, the Skinny Cafe. That'd be great. Yeah. That's a, that's a good play on words. Yeah. I feel a new sign in your future. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get that. Uh, uh, so as far as uh, as far as that, that's the that's the future plans uh, coming up. Uh, we've got more great guests coming up on we the do. podcast. We do. I think we've got three lined up so far. Yeah. For the so. future here, but I'm looking forward to it. I've had a lot of fun doing it. I appreciate all the hard work you do for it. Uh, oh. It's been a lot of fun so far. That's uh, not a problem. What would really help is if folks uh, rate and review the podcast uh, wherever they're getting it, because then that 
but moves it, us up in the ranking so then more people get we have to download it though not just like it because i don't even i don't download them i just listen to them so have you liked it on apple or spotify uh yeah I so if you, said that. if you like it or you follow it then it automatically downloads to your phone so you should get an alert every time the episode posts so give us a like so yeah so like that uh and and download the episodes and then and Listen if you'd like to, to get some hot live action photos, just shoot us a comment. We'll get some over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then also we still have hats for sale. I don't know if you ran out. I've got I got a few left. I sold two more this week. Yeah, I I still have five left. I think. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Yep. Yeah, so, other than that, and that, doesn't that feel weird selling the hats, or is that just me? Uh, it's odd having merchandise to sell. Yeah, yeah. but it, afterwards I'm like, yeah, fuck that. We put a lot of work into it. <laughs> we really, yeah. Mostly uh, you. I show up and drink beer. You no. go to work. No, I don't think that's true at all. You're the content driver here. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but so. it, I, I appreciate it. But yeah, I would love if one of you guys from Belgium would reach out. We'll pay to ship you oh a hat. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I don't know how to, I don't know. I think I you just make it UPS's problem at that yeah, point. Yeah, I'll just take it to John Deere and say, hey, can you ship this? <laughs> can you ship this over with a three-row planner? Right. Yeah, they, they going take to the, all the UPS. Go to the Ukraine. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook at uh, One More and We All Go on Facebook. Yeah. Absolutely, and then uh, also we have an Instagram page, too. Uh, one more. I'll be damned. One more pod. You follow it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also we have a TikTok page, uh, which we've posted one video. Um, I thought I tried to record a video tonight. I don't know if I got, I, I got some. Oh, I got did some. All right, so we'll turn that into a TikTok. So I don't know. Are we supposed to dance on the TikToks? Or I don't know. I just kind of like the post. I, I don't have a TikTok because I waste so much time on other social media. Yeah. So there's a, you can... You can waste it a lot, and there's porn on everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any words of wisdom? Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. Do your best.